welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. 2024 marks the 300th year that has passed since the establishment of the British fort in the area that has become Brattleboro. It was located on the Connecticut River, but a mile south of downtown's present Plaza Park. After the end of King Philip's Metacom's War in the 1680s, the British colony of Massachusetts pushed north from Springfield along the Connecticut River. Native Americans had been living there for thousands of years. The settlements of Northampton, Turner's Falls, and Northfield found themselves under siege as displaced. Native Americans raided the encroaching settlements. The Abenaki of New England and the Six Nations of New York had a contentious relationship before the Europeans worked their way up the Connecticut River. The Abenaki lived in the Connecticut River Valley, and the Six Nations lived in the Hudson River Valley. These two waterways were major trade routes. However, beginning in the early 1630s, European encroachment and disease had negatively impacted Native American culture in both river valleys. In the 1660s, the two Native American groups fought against one another to establish control of trade routes and diminish hunting lands. The British worked to exploit the conflict between the two groups as they spread their settlements into northern New England. At the time, Great Britain, France, and remnants of Dutch colonizers were competing with one another over land and trade with the Abenaki of New England and the Six Nations of New York. Military and trade alliances were made and broken every few years by one side or the other. In December of 1723, the British colony of Massachusetts voted to build a fort above Northfield to scout and provide warning of Abenaki raiding parties coming from the Connecticut River Valley towards the British frontier settlements of Massachusetts. A key strategy of the British was to hire Native Americans from New York Six Nations. The British wanted to keep trade and military alliances with the Western Indians, so they hired them to serve at Fort Dummer as scouts. During this time, Chief Greylock and the Abenaki were causing real problems for the British outposts in northern Massachusetts. Guerrilla-style Abenaki raids into settlements along the Connecticut River were wrecking havoc with Massachusetts' ability to attract more settlers in the region. To counter that, Fort Dummer was built and 50 soldiers and scouts were placed at the fort to provide protection and warning. A Hudson River Valley Native American named Kiwakum was one of the dozen or so scouts hired by the British. Six Nations scouts like Kiwakum were hired to help monitor the Connecticut River Valley north of the Massachusetts frontier settlements. However, less than six months after the fort had been established, word reached Kiwakum that alliances had shifted. His people were no longer in conflict with the French, so he left Fort Dummer and returned to New York. In 1724, when Fort Dummer was built, the fight was between the Abenaki and the British. Great Britain and France had just signed a peace treaty. This left the Abenaki of northern New England fighting the British colonizers from southern New England over the land and resources of New Hampshire, Maine, and Vermont. However, in July of 1724, the French governor of Canada entered into a peace and trade treaty with the Six Nations people of the Hudson Valley region. So, Kiwakum left Fort Dummer and returned to his home in New York. The French had offered peace and freedom to the Six Nations people, and Kiwakum and his fellow scouts left Fort Dummer and removed themselves from the conflict between the Abenaki and the British. The Massachusetts government wanted the Native Americans to remain scouts for the fort and offered to pay Kiwakum and his fellow scouts more than they were paying their own soldiers. They also promised to feed and supply the Six Nations scouts with better quality provisions than they provided their own soldiers. But Kiwakum and the other scouts left Fort Dummer and did not return. 
For the time of being, the British had been outmaneuvered by the French in trade and military negotiations with the Native Americans, so the British were not able to rely on the help of the Six Nations people. The Fort Dummer strategy of fighting the Abenaki in the 1720s gave way to a British diplomatic shift that included trade and supplying the Abenaki with goods and services in the 1730s. For instance, in exchange for animal pelts, the British offered more to the Abenaki than the French were willing to trade. This change in British diplomacy from war against the Abenaki to favorable trade agreements and economic support proved successful until the larger worldwide war between France and Great Britain heated up again in the 1740s. The war between French colonies and British colonies caused alliances to shift once more. The British continued to expand further north as they sought to defeat the French in what is now northern Vermont and Canada. The Abenaki fought for their homeland up and down the Connecticut River Valley. By 1760, the French military had withdrawn from Vermont land and the remaining Abenaki were left to fend for themselves. We'd like to thank Gilbert, Noah, Seamus, Jordan, Evan, Logan, Charlie, Isabel, Eliza, Rose, and Kennedy for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.